calling Elise Bennett, soccer All-American and rookie for the Kansas City Current. Welcome back to another episode of Let Me Tell You. Today we have a great guest. We have Elise Bennett, All-American and Cougar star, now playing for the Kansas City Current. Thanks for coming on. No problem. Why don't you give us a 30-second elevator pitch about yourself? Yeah, I would just say I grew up in a small town in Wisconsin called De Pere, Wisconsin. Probably most people know Green Bay, Wisconsin more formally, but I played club soccer for FC Wisconsin Eclipse in Milwaukee, which was about two hours from my hometown. And that was an ECNL club, which gave me the exposure I needed to ultimately get recruited to Washington State where I played for five seasons and just recently graduated. And then I got drafted to the Kansas City Current, where I will be beginning my new journey. All right. So you just mentioned you got drafted seventh overall. Take us through your draft day experience. What were some of the highlights? Yeah, I think it was a little bit untraditional. It was over Zoom this year due to COVID, obviously. So it was a little bit different than most years, but it was still a great experience. Nonetheless, I was just with my family members and I got to experience that with them, which was awesome. It was a cool experience and one that I probably will never forget. Kansas City is one of, one of the most recent expansion teams. How do you feel about playing for such a young team? Yeah, uh, this past season was their inaugural season. So this will be their second season. And I'm just super excited to be a part of the team and the culture that they have growing there. They are putting a lot of money and time and energy into this club. And I'm just excited to be a part of a team that has great ownership and leadership. And I'm excited to see what happens. Are you in Kansas city currently? Or are you still in Wisconsin? No. Yeah. We actually don't have to report until February 1st. So I will not be out there until the second or third week of January. You have, well, let's, it's a bit of a weird question, but bear with me. So you have 60, you have roughly 60 days until your first match. So what are all the first, the, all the things you have to do? Like it's your first real job, I'm assuming out of college. Like what are the things you have to do? I had jobs previously right. in college, um, right. but this is obviously a completely different game. It's going to be similar to college, but obviously different now that it's a job and not just part of my schooling. So I think that I'm excited to see what the differences are going to be like and just how the team navigates that. I'm super excited to see what the difference between college and professional is. And I know that there are going to be differences and there are going to be similarities, but I'm just excited to see what happens. I, a, I reached out on Twitter, asked if there any questions for you. A couple of people wrote back and a Paul Mazzario on Twitter wants to know um, how fans can help you feel more at home, you think, in Kansas City? Honestly, I think that the fans have already made me feel quite at home. Just on my draft day, the amount of love and support I received from fans who didn't even know me was overwhelming and in a great way. And so I think that's another reason why I'm so excited to get out there is because I've already received so much support. So I can already, I, I don't even know what to say, but I'm just thankful for the amount of people that have already reached out. And I'm sure more will reach out when I finally get out there. I want to touch on this. You have, you've been, you've had a successful YouTube channel for a fair amount of time. Mm -hmm. How did longevity of the YouTube channel help when um, name, image, and likeness was passed? Yeah. Uh, when I first started, obviously name, image, likeness wasn't passed. And so I wasn't able to make any money off YouTube, which was never the goal for me. Um, it was more for me to create memories, uh, long lasting memories that I could look back on because I know later in life, I'm not going to remember the small little details and most memorable moments of my college careers. That was kind of the reasoning behind me starting YouTube, but obviously when name image likeness passed, that was huge, not only for me, but for just athletes in general, for us to be able to make money off of our name, which I was very pro for. So I think that that was exciting and I'm excited to see what student athletes in the future will do with it. So I'm, I've been pro name and name image and likeness for years, but if I was, let's say I'm an incoming student athlete, 
What is the best piece of advice you can offer them to maximize their earning potential in college? Yeah, I think that I would say first and foremost to focus on your sport and make sure that you feel secure and good within that. And I don't think that I would have been able to balance YouTube with all of my school and sport in the first couple of years of college. And I think that that was why I didn't start until my fifth year. And I think that, yeah, my biggest piece of advice would be to focus on your schooling and your sport first and then make money afterwards. Pivot a little bit and talk about Wisconsin. So right now it's extremely cold in Seattle, but you're from Wisconsin. What mm -hmm. is the coldest, which is drastically colder than here. So what is the coldest day you can remember? Oh, I had plenty of, of cold days, plenty, plenty. We actually wouldn't have school canceled unless the temperature was below like negative 35 degree wind chill. So we had very cold days in Wisconsin and it was completely different when I came into Washington because the winter for me wasn't that bad, but everyone else was saying it was the worst winter that they had experienced there. So yeah, I very much didn't mind the winters in Washington and I am a little bit sad to be heading back to very cold weather, but I know that my roots will take over and I'll be fine. I was not used to the Pullman winters. That was rough. So can't imagine Wisconsin winters. So what do you guys do for soccer practice with everything indoors or was it outdoors? What do you do? For us in Wisconsin, for our club training, we had our trainings outdoor in obviously the warmer weather. And then once it started snowing, we would go indoor, but we didn't have our own facility yet. My club team now does. They've grown and expanded since I was playing in club, but we would just train in and out of random indoor facilities that we could find and rent out. So that was what my experience was like, or we would play futsal, which was um, with a weighted ball on like a gym court. That's how we would manage the winters. Wisconsin is very far away from uh, Washington Pullman. How did you end up at Washington state? What was that? What, what was your recruiting like? Yeah. So I actually went on my visit to university of Wisconsin. That was like one of my first couple of visits that I took. And then my last visit was actually to Washington state and it just kind of felt like home to me. So throughout my whole entire recruiting journey, the only school that I had toured that was in my home state was the University of Wisconsin. So I kind of had a feeling that I was going to leave. And I'm glad that I did because it opened my eyes to what the world looks like in different states. I'm excited that I took that leap of faith and I went to, to Washington State and it definitely brought me a long way. That's great to hear. So you've been part of a lot of great memories in Cougar sports, uh, such as the College Cup, great run. Is there a memory from your time on the team that you're going to tell your kids about? Oh yeah, definitely about the Final Four. I think that that's probably a memory that I'll never forget. It might be probably one of my favorite memories just in life thus far, not even sports-wise, but just in general, because it was just the culmination of such a long season and it was so much fun to be able to experience that with my teammates at the time and to do it for the first time in program history. So that was definitely something that I'll remember and carry on for my entire life. I noticed you um, studied biology at school. What was the, if the professional soccer route didn't work out, did, was biology your backup plan or something you're interested in? What was the reasoning for that? Yeah, so I actually, I double majored in biology and psychology. And my plan was to go to physician assistant school. And I kind of realized during the interview process that that wasn't the route that I wanted to take anymore, which led me to coming back to Washington State for my fifth year. I think that everything happens for a reason. And I was super set on going to PA school. And then that's just not how life panned out. And it brought me back to Washington State. And I had my best year of soccer there in my fifth years. Like I said, I think everything happens for a reason. And I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I think that now with my biology degree, if soccer obviously comes to an end at some point, in life I'm not going to be able to play for forever I kind of want to go down the personal training slash sports fitness world because I just don't see myself living without so your dad won a Super Bowl in Wisconsin you're from there 
what is it? Is there a weird, because there's nothing bigger than the Packers in Wisconsin. It seems like, are there, do you have any memorable fan interaction with people realizing it's your dad or just, what is it like? Yeah. Yeah. We would, I mean, it was, it was a different experience growing up with dad that played in the NFL. And obviously he was done playing by the time that I was born and can remember it. So I just remember him as a coach, but throughout my time, just growing up on family vacations and stuff, people would come up to him and ask him for autographs and pictures and stuff like that. So that was kind of cool, but you know, it kind of stunk at times because it was taking away from time that I had with my family, but all in all, I think we had a great experience in Green Bay and it was a great place for me to grow up. And ultimately it was where I started my whole entire life journey. So I have nothing bad to say. And it was, it was, yeah, it was a good experience. Uh, I want to touch on something a little bit outside of soccer. I had Morgan Weaver and Ella Dieterich on my podcast uh, last year. And this mm-hmm. topic came up, hashtag uh, no more side hustle where former NWSL players talk mm-hmm. about the other jobs they had to take to make ends meet. Now this is, problem solely devoted to women's soccer but mostly women's sports in all industries mm-hmm. have you simply accepted the reality of the pay disparity or like does that did that play into your decision in going pro or is there a do you plan to just ride the soccer train until you can't and then get a new job like what is your mindset heading into this with this obvious pay disparity that we should obviously we should fix yeah i just plan to go in there and do what i can with what i can and obviously i hope in the coming years that this isn't something that we need to continue talking about and that it's solved by then for the up-and-coming generations of women's sports players um but yeah for me at least right now that didn't really play into my decision so much as i just wanted to continue playing soccer so that's kind of my main goal and i just want to ride it out until i can right i think we also saw um Natalie Portman and the group of 70 different women who bought Angel FC, that's their main goal with uh, owning the team. So I think that's a, a nice step in the right direction, a long overdue yeah. step. Yeah. Ferdinand's ice cream or Cougar Gold? Ferdinand's ice cream. Okay. What flavor? Um, I would probably go cookies and cream. Okay. Solid choice. I'm a Huckleberry person myself. But, uh, <laughs> a very the la- common flavor in the state of Washington okay. and Idaho, actually. Last meal you had out in Pullman? It might have been a Zia. Where is that? Azia is over by uh, Coog Mart. It's a little Vietnamese place, and I highly recommend people try it. It's very good. It's a little hidden gem. Huh. I, I didn't know we had Vietnamese in Poland. I'm definitely checking it out because I love Vietnamese food. Okay. Yeah. Favorite non-soccer-related memory from your time at WSU? I would probably say Apple Cup. It was snowing, and our season had ended a little bit quicker than we had hoped, but we were able to go to Apple Cup one year, and that was a special experience. That's cool. That's cool. This year... I think the strength of your team was the depth. Is there a player on the Cougar roster who fans might not know or didn't get a ton of playing time last season that you think could make a big impact next year? Honestly, I just think the team in general has a lot of potential. And I think that you guys should stay on the lookout for Washington State soccer because I don't think it's going anywhere. And I think it's going to become and stay a household name. So I'm excited to continue watching them now that I'm no longer a Washington State student athlete, but it'll always be Cougs for life. Fantastic. All right. Those are all my questions. Where can people find you on social media, your YouTube channel? Yeah. My YouTube channel is just my name, Elise Bennett. And then my Instagram is Elise Bennett 99. And I think my Twitter is the same exact thing, but there's an underscore between the Elise and the Bennett. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on. Perfect. Thank you so much. Listen, I love Walker, but he looked like he was 18 or 19. He looked like a young guy. Ben, you should have done this guy right. What, I get him a stripper? What do you want me to do here? I I get him a prostitute? What do you 